Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, December 13th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We're halfway through uh, the, the Christmas time in December. And yesterday, halfway to New Year's Eve. Now we cross on over to it. Hope you're having a great December. Hope you're having a great start to your hump day, wacky Wednesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Can't see Justin right now because we're – Mike Roush, Mike didn't close out of everything on the computer yesterday. Oh, he no. finished, so it's like Cardinal Authority and locked on the cards and all the cards. Wait, he actually uses the, the computer here? He uses it, uh, yeah, I guess apparently. Um, Not his own? Apparently, you know. Wow. to ask him about that. What a, is, is he, <laughs> he wipe te- with his left the, hand he too? Had, he had the Jeez. text line up as well. Point being, everything was super, super duper slow this morning, and uh, I'm having to restart the computer, and that is also taking Blame a long time. Rutherford. I'm guessing there's many Rutherford. It's definitely Rutherford's fault. Yeah. There's, there's no ifs, ands, no or doubt buts about, about that. Because I don't get to see Scoot's beautiful face, although I did say hi to him this morning. He was looking good. Scoots, how are you? I'm good. I a uh, little, little tired. I've got a pretty gnarly headache as well. Oh, got, no. Got home pretty late last night. I had my game out in Oldham County, which was a good time until the end when we abruptly got our power cut off and the broadcast had to end. But other than that, it was good. But I got home. I went almost straight to bed as soon as I got home. So I'm still a little tired this morning. And I don't, I don't know what's up with this headache. So I, I just took some medicine. Hopefully that goes away because I don't really get a whole lot of headaches. But, man, when take I do, they're pretty medicine. gnarly. Yeah, take my medicine. I did. Headaches are the worst. Yeah, I agree. I mean, maybe not the worst, but definitely up there. They 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 stink. Just pretty debilitating from time to time. So hope the medicine kicks in. We just go Advil, Tylenol, edible. Um, I'm not really sure. We we've got a medicine cabinet here at the studio, and I didn't like recognize any of the names on the bottles. Oh, well, that's <laughs> so, good. So you just did a little variety pack. I just took one that said pain reliever. So we'll, we'll hope that helps. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll have to go and read the label. Hold your hand through it. It's probably just a acetaminophen, I would guess, aka it's a, Tylenol. It said same ingredients as Tylenol. Yeah, and generic acetaminophen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that works. I we have a see, medicine cabinet here. Yeah, 
Oh, there's a you lot didn't want to get into the OG studios medicine cabinet. <laughs> well, you'd have to fight a cat to get to it. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Raccoon as well, probably. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I get the migraines from time to time as well. Where it's just like, all right, you got to take the Excedrin at the beginning, chug a bunch of water, and just hope that it works. Uh, and if it does, you're good. So hopefully you'll be good by here in about 30 minutes. Water's a, water's a great idea. That's ultimately probably what it boils down to. I oh. didn't, didn't drink a whole lot of water yesterday. Y- y- Scoots dehydrated? No way. Wow. Shocked. Newsflash. <laughs> How are you, Mr. Sports Talker? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, when you, you're the one kid... Pregnant? Why you don't really like? I don't have a bunch of fun stories from time to like. You know, my Tuesday, yeah. my Tuesday was pretty normal. Yeah, uh, did had, you do had the a, had a relatively normal work day? Went over to Pappy's house afterwards for uh, Terry Tuesdays. Had a nice dinner over there. Went home. Think I was asleep. First time not having. Uh, first time in like four days. Probably not staying up till like midnight. It was nice. Yeah, I did. So I did I, the I same took, thing. Took I, advantage of that. I think I, it was like a nine thirty or. I saw the eight fifty nine as I jumped into bed. It's oh, great. Now yeah. you know about thirty minutes of. Just watching stuff before you, you know. I put I put a few a little coin on Duke, given fifteen, no real reason besides just like had a feeling uh, they probably should have been tied or losing at halftime. They were able to get a five point lead, some fortunate officiating and whatnot, huh, and then they did pull away in the second half. So I kind of kept an eye on that game just because I had a little scratch on it. What other games did I? Seton Hall was on. I did the little fourplex thing and just kind of was casually reading while also, oh yeah, caught up on some American Revolutionary reading. That's always a good night when you're able to do that. So all in all, again, not nothing exciting, no crazy stories or anything like we that. We did. Uh, it was nice yesterday, so I was able to convince uh, Duke to to go on a bicycle ride to the playground and then uh, stop at the library, and it was mostly tear free. Um, we did have. Uh, 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 poop change at the playground, which that was fun. As like somebody, we had the whole thing to ourselves, and then like three people show up while Frank's just you know mm-hmm. taking care of business. Um, and then uh, only two bicycle accidents, and the one that really made me mad is going to the library. Duke, Duke likes to drop his books off in the book return thing. Yeah, it's like a good time. Yeah, and they have it set up to where it's 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 higher, and it's on the curb. So if you're in your car, in theory, you could just not get out. It's like old school blockbuster, right? Just re- put them down the return slot without even having to get out of your car. We're nice and easy peasy lemon squeeze. Oh, that's nice. Well, uh, we're moving off the curb. So I'm, I just move his bicycle up off the curb. I'm like, all right, well, let's go over. Let's ride our bike over to the library. And dumbass decides he's going to back up off of the curb Uh-oh. and onto the street. It's like, what? Well, I put it up here for a reason. Mm. You just ride over there. Why are you going back? Into the street, we're on the sidewalk, and you back up off the sidewalk. Uh, I mm. that one, I was like, oh, "Come on!" Uh, fortunately, it wasn't as gnarly. He had another one where we were racing, and he looked over his shoulder. Well, he turned his his wheel as he looked over his shoulder and just went flying. Oh, that oh. one was rough. He was he was going pretty fast. Did you just call your son a dumbass? Yeah, he was being a dumbass. So I called him a dumbass. Apple doesn't fall far, I guess. Huh? No, no. That that's the that's the harsh reality that I'm going to have to remind <laughs> myself quite often. That's the process, though. You know, that's how you learn. The, the the part that annoyed me is he knows the library's right there. So like why why he knows the path. So why are you going back off the path? That was the part that really frustrated me. But uh, he ended up being fine. We found some Santa books. Uh, Saint uh, Father Christmas and the Christmas Donkey. Joe's you know, Christmas Donkey. Learned about it last night. Everybody knows about. They have a song about them. 
What's yeehaw, Do- yeehaw. Dominique? The Dominique Christmas? the yeah, Donkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I haven't heard that song this year on radio. <laughs> I do want to do, for like the next two uh, wacky, weird Wednesdays, maybe do like a Christmas deep dive. We could do a song. I think we did the song that one year. That Ooh, was a good time. Uh, old Lang Syne. That's our favorite. That's well, no, I was talking hit. about the one where like they hook up at the in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's like old oh, okay. saying line. Gotcha. I, I thought you were talking called. about the actual one because we have talked about that one too. I think that one is an incredibly underrated song not even for seasonal songs. oh you like it i no no we're we're thinking of two different songs here i'm thinking of the actual lang sign yeah i don't i don't lang sign yeah i don't should old acquaintances be forgot the new year's eve song right i just don't know what any of it means oh it basically just means like time goes on and we're all gonna die (laughs) morbid well it's true you know it's uh, Should old acquaintance be forgot? Why would you want to forget your old acquaintances? Because life goes on. You you say goodbye to one year. You say hello to another. You appreciate the things you have. But what does old re- old lang syne actually mean? I think it's a Scottish. I think it's a Scottish phrase. And what it actually means. Let's see if I can. So it's it. bidding farewell to the old year. Yeah. But the the flames of love extinguished. And fully passed and gone, is thy sweetheart now grown so cold that loving breast of thine? That's the original. That's I the, like that's the, the remix o- that's where the you're f- hanging out with your high school girlfriend in the parking lot of a grocery store drinking a six-pack. That's my old thing, sign. Yeah, but they don't say take a cup of kindness yet. And soon forget <laughs> your old thing, sign. So old thing, sign is the one that you're referencing. Uh, the, It's like the same old... Uh, Excuse, you might have to pull that one up. We're off to a hot start this morning on Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, Dan Fogelberg. Dan, yeah. Dan Fogelberg. Yeah, you're going to have to pull up some Dan Fogelberg first, Scoots, because it's just a... Uh, yeah, we did a deep dive on that one. Though. Yeah, because <laughs> the word's there. Whew. Speaking of Christmas music, I was actually thinking about that on my way here this morning. At what point do I go all Christmas music for our music? I think I think we're there. She said she married an architect who kept her warm, safe, and dry. She would have liked to say she loved the man, but she didn't like to lie. You, mm. <laughs> and then, and then the, the whole song as soon is as like she that says too. that, he follows up with, "Well, the years have really been kind to you." Your eyes are still as blue. <laughs> like he's making a move as she's he's, talking about how unhappy she is in his life in her life. Also, if I'm seeing an ex, I'm letting her know how great my life is and like what you've been missing out on. I lie. I'm I'm lying. I'm not telling her that Well, they both wanted the business, it would seem. Oh, this poor architect. Don't worry, kiddos. Mommy just went up to the store where she's getting another six pack. Dude, that isn't that Ted Mosby basically? Did you ever watch How Much Your Mother? No. But he he's just a wimpy architect. Uh, keeps her dry, the, but probably getting cheated on. The architect and something about Mary, he lies about it, but he has a good life. He lies about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Twice last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's one of those two that there's so much happening in that movie that I do kind of forget like it's all a, of the things that are hidden in there. Oh, it's a wild movie. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> you are right that they have so many different little side things going on. Warren, uh, the, the shoe yeah, the, the uh, shoe fetish. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, just throw in Brett Favre for good kicks. The zipper <laughs> scene. I mean, it, that that movie is a rod. Yeah, there, yeah, there's there's a lot happening there. Chip though, having the what does he have? Like the scoliosis, and then he's also British. Um, there's just there's just a lot of a lot changing, a lot of moving parts there. The beer was empty. Our tongues were tired. Ooh, gross. 
and running out of things to say. Oh, okay, they were just talking. Oh, okay. For she now. Gave, she gave me another kiss as I got out, and I watched her drive away. It doesn't say another kiss. It does seem like it was relatively innocent, but I've got a huge issue with it. But that's not going to be our deep dive. I don't know what our deep dive will be. If you've got any suggestions, Thornton's text line. There's a million Thorntons in Louisville. I think I read a stat that there's a new Thornton's popping up every other day in Louisville. Yeah, that's a new fun fact. Mm-hmm. Now more Thorntons than McDonald's, Starbucks, and Subway's combined in this town. Thorntons, it's everywhere. It's better. Like, I need Mayor Greenberg to hold some press conferences to talk about Thorntons and how many there are and how great they are and how wonderful they are. He's holding press conferences about a, a, a railroad that's not going to happen, right? Who's doing railroad? Did you see that? They're, they're, they're going to redo an Amtrak to oh, yeah. a study that we're going to do a study, $500,000 grant. Where can we build a railroad from Louisville to Chicago with a stop in Indy? Probably in between Louisville and Chicago with a stop in Indy. I think they should go to Ohio, cut back over to Indy, go to somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, and then cut up. That I seems mean, like a direct route. Half a million dollars to do a study. I yeah, mean, they're ridic- just it's ridiculous. They're just playing in the route, right? And they have eminent domain, so how much do they need to actually it's oh gosh. If this Amtrak thing ever happens, do Well, that's probably what's be his senior trip. They've got to pay all those lawyers and people to be like, I mean, we do have eminent domain, but let's we gotta, it's we gotta a lot take, of paper a lot of paperwork. Yeah. A lot a lot of legal stuff. I guess that kind of makes sense, but what they really need is just like another Elon Musk to just buy. It's like to be like, I'll buy the infrastructure in America. We need like another Vanderbilt just to be like, I'll pay for it. Yeah, because then it'll get done. On you. Yeah, yeah. and then it'll just go and yeah. not have the government and all that other stuff. Doing you got to do all the, like, checking the boxes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I do think we need, like, high-speed rails in America. I think that's probably, Here. like, maybe our kids' kids will have that, so potentially. I am very inexperienced when it comes to trains. Have you ever hopped on an Amtrak from city to city in the I've Northeast? I've never had never been my, my main source of travel okay like i've been on fun train rides i've right. been on uh you know obviously like monorails which are always a good time. well but never never like i'm going to this city and i'm going by train well when we did dc and we got off the plane and we just hopped on the metro and went to downtown it was like oh this is only 45 minutes i don't have to deal with traffic this would be awesome if you told me that i could go to chicago and be there in four hours instead of six and dealing with traffic hell yeah oh, i'm yeah. doing that especially because oh, yeah. chicago's set up i mean the, the l train you you can you can get around town without having a car there and be just fine so like in theory that would be awesome but would they actually do it well enough to make it actually cut time off of your trip if it wasn't the government probably yeah. so i have a cousin in florida um who goes to miami and she takes the Amtrak from Jacksonville to Miami. People in like D.C., New York, Philly, they take trains all the time. Mm-hmm. I know there was a couple Cats fans that from D.C. that said they were taking the train up to Philly, and I was like, oh, that's fine. Sounds nice. Uh, Angela in the office says takes the slow train to Philly. Not really sure what that means. Uh. I've always thought, like, why don't we have a high-speed rail between Louisville and Lexington where you could, like, get there in 20 minutes? Man, that'd be great. Like, Think about the economic opportunities. Think about the job opportunities. Think about the growth of both those cities if that were to happen. And then eventually, like Louisville, Cincy, Cincy, Lexington, do the little triangle thing. You know what? We'll make the stops in northern Kentucky. If you want to go to Cincy, you can find your own way across the bridge.
make it a Kentucky triangle. Yeah. Be good for good for business. I mean, I'm glad the Crafts spend all their money on UK athletics, but if you're looking for something maybe a little bit more like useful to society. Instead, we're just going to get three lanes. But you know what? I'm happy <laughs> that'll be the three-lane highway from Lexington to Louisville. That, that's close to being done. Is Isn't that it? what they're doing? They're turning it three lanes all the way? Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Most yeah, of, that's, um, that's awesome. Really, I think the last leg of it's just going to be Frankfurt to Lexington, and that's usually not too trafficy. And you can get off at a lot of points from their own. But, hell, as far as um, they'll soon have it three-way um, all the way through like Wadi Paytona. So it'll be like three counties of three-way lane. Uh, the um, the Cincinnati, though, all that construction they're doing on 71, I, you know that 71 traffic is bad when if you get off at one of those Oldham County exit and they'll have a siren that or like a, a flashing light like traffic event uh, on I-71 and just basically telling you like forget about get, it. Get the hell out. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, suck at Oldham County. I, I'm they're, – they're star – gosh, the – if you live – well, we're going to – morning pleasantries. We'll move off this stuff soon enough, we promise. But if you live by, like, Brownsboro, 264, 71, the Waterson, that little nightmare city, USA, yeah. and just get yeah. used to it for the next five years. They're, it's like we're, we're knee-deep in it. The VA hospital's coming along, yeah, and they're yeah. making good work on that. They've started building these new, like, apartments and condos on her lane right across from Ballard. You know mm-hmm. that big field that used to be there? No longer there anymore. They're built, and that's construction. So, like, her – and they're doing construction on 42 as well. So, like, it literally – right where my office is, you can't go – unless you just go to River Road, there's nowhere to go that you're not getting hit by construction traffic, which is the worst. I've got a little secret route. not going to share it. It's just going through the neighborhood. But yeah, um, yeah. it's terrible. It's terrible, yeah. and it's going to be like that for well, several more years. Did even, I tell you that we're moving appraising offices? You I did, did. yeah. yeah. Uh, we're moving, like, next week. I'm so happy about it. Even once they finish the VA hospital, though, like – the, oh, there's pe- no the traffic's yeah. going to be there to for people to go to the VA hospital, you know? Mm-hmm. And people going to the VA hospital while they're still doing the new on-ramps, off-ramps for 71 and 264 with that VA, with a new traffic pattern. It's going to be horrible. I mean, if I'm I'm so happy. What got me onto this was like just being happy that I don't regularly have to go to Northern Kentucky or 71 for... I mean, I go to Carrollton and stuff for work frequently, Madison, Indiana, and stuff like that. But I'm glad I don't have to actually go from like 71 to 75 yeah. and jump on there and go like downtown because downtown. that is never, unless you're going like the middle of the night, that's never not just Crazy. a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, games, all that stuff. So, anyways, there's your traffic update. I hope you're having a great start to your wacky Wednesday. The Cats uh, took went up 75 yesterday. Got themselves a little commitment. No surprise, really, to to anybody. Yeah, Chip Trainum. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, finest. great name. Love Chip. Oh yeah, Chip. Good ball player. Uh, two way player, in fact. Um, Is that- there any way he ever plays linebacker for UK? In a pinch, in just for funsies. Probably not. There are some Ohio State fans saying like, "I like him. He's good. Probably should have never left linebacker." So. Part of the – essentially, he went to Arizona State out of high school because a lot of Big Ten programs wanted him to play linebacker. He's like, I want to play running back. He was fine there, averaged more than five yards a carry, had 10 touchdowns in two years. Um, I think it was right around 700 yards total in that time. So he he's finally like, you know what, I'll come back home. I'll play linebacker at Ohio State. But they had a ton of injuries. They just like, hey, um, let's let's go back to running back, Chip. So he 
he performs well. He started in the Michigan game in his first year there, had 83 rushing yards. They're 92 in that loss. Uh, and then this year, he was their second back to Travion Henderson, who was in and out with injury. Mayan Williams was supposed to be their big back, but he was out for most of the year as well. So, Trainum got quite a bit of production. Uh, I wouldn't say quite a bit of production, but he, he got a decent amount of run up at Ohio State, and I think they liked him, but they weren't willing to guarantee that he would be treated like RB1. Um, and he wanted to be RB1. Um, and so he's like, all right, well, I'll go somewhere else where I'm, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get to tote the rock more, uh, Ohio State just, they liked him, but they weren't willing to guarantee him that there's a chance Travion Henderson might return. Um, so he said, all right, well, I'll, I'll see what else is out there for me in the portal. And he found a nice landing spot in his old Kentucky home. Yep, he sure did, and the pieces are coming together for the 2024 UK football roster. We're going to talk about those pieces. We're going to talk about Chip a lot on today's show. We need to take our first break. I am going to hit a few morning grab-and-go texters. One texter says, well, my wife loves Dan Fogelberg, and I'm an architect, so should I be worried? Michael, I hate to be the one to have to bring this up to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's... That's cool you're an architect, though. Mm, yeah. Tough. Have you ever been to Santiago, Chile, by chance? Isn't there. that the city that he says in something about Mary? The twice last year one? Uh, I thought it was. Yeah, thought it was. Okay, that's sure. fine. Michael, that's tough. Who who loves Dan Fogelberg, anyways? He's all right. Dugan's a big Dan Fogelberg guy. He is. <laughs> We should be demanding high-speed rail, the money that we waste on weapons, shaking my damn head at how stupid we are, trains connecting big cities, not having to drive everywhere. That would be terrible. I think they're being sarcastic about the terrible spot. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like we're going to be giving more money to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Bet we could spend that money on high-speed rails, Roush. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's one thing that I, like, we're taught to try to be responsible financially, <laughs> but I think I don't. I think we've been in debt for thirty years, right? There was, That's a great point. There's a surplus in the Clinton administration, and then we've been in just oodles and oodles of debt. So uh, I remember, and like this is, this was an elementary. Like we were in, it was a grade school economics class, eighth grade economics. Like, all right, here's this tool, and. Uh, it was like an Oregon Trail, but for economics, it was like, try to balance the budget. And you know how you won the game? How? You, you took out the tax cuts for the rich. Yeah. Came balanced pretty quickly. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, so if you just do this, then it's fine in like four or five years. The math works out. And that's that's the thing. It's just math. Like, it's numbers. They don't. I think you, you, I know you all don't agree on everything. I think you would really be intrigued by Thomas Massey. You know, he wears the little, like, national debt counter, and, like, it, it updates in, like, real time. <laughs> he went to MIT. He's very, very smart. Yeah, he made this yeah. thing himself that updates in real time. He wears it, like, on... Oh, my gosh. He, he's he's also just, like, a big, like, what are we what are we doing? Like, why are we wasting, what are, you know, let's keep this... Let's not be more, more debt. That's not a good thing. And it's not. It's not a good thing. Uh, that, all right, that's all right. I just wanted to do the quick grab-and-go textures. Um, another one says, it's a pretend economy. How in debt are you if you never actually have to pay said debt? No, it's totally true. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, if you want to get uh, 
See, this this is one of those conversations. I haven't had as many with him because football season's come to an end, so not as many travels with Peak. This is a great conversation to get Peak going on. Yeah, and a part and like most of the places that we're borrowing money in from, large part from China. Yeah, from the bad giving, guys. And then we're giving that money to Ukraine and China's giving money to Russia. It, 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 pretend economy. <laughs> it's all pretend. Uh, everybody, text on into the Thornton's text line. We're going to take our first break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about these pieces on the UK football roster, which I'm excited about, but it does seem like people are somewhat split on chip. We'll talk about it. We'll embrace debate. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Call. Radio. in this morning scoots told me i'm playing all the songs that you've requested so i guess if you hear something today at some point do you just have like a list of things i've requested over the years um i was so i was thinking about it on the way in today i was like man i don't i don't really know what to do music wise but i know you asked for that last song i played last week and i never got to it because you all were not in studio on friday so i didn't want to play it then so yeah i just i started thinking of all the songs you've asked for over the years and that's what we're going to play today. Mm, same so as there, it was. There could be some that you know I'm not overly even familiar with or remember asking. So if they're bad, it was probably a joke. <laughs> but so far, so good. I've liked everything that I've heard. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on your Wednesday. TJ Walker and Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We have a ton of podcast text from yesterday. We will get to those. They'll bring up a bunch of fun topics. So keep them coming on the Thornton's text line. We did get all the grab-and-go textures this morning, so we took care of that. That's always nice to, to get those out of the way. I uh, do want to remind you about Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com. If you're wondering what to get folks for the holidays, I'm horrible at gift giving just because, Roush, I have the mindset that, like, for my parents and the adults that I know, like, they can they can get the things most of the time that they, they want to get. Now, that's not always the sentiment behind gift giving and whatnot. Yes, you know that people may be able to go get things themselves or buy things themselves, but you want to present them with something nice. Well, that's the hardest part about Christmas time is like what what could what, – what, what do they really need that they don't have that they would enjoy wrapped in a bundle? And I think sunglasses from Shady Rays, everybody would love sunglasses exactly. from Shady Rays. Exactly. It, it's, a, it's a lovely gift, and you can actually be more spe- – like it's not just like a punt gift where it's like, I don't know what to get them. I got them some sunglasses. If you go to ShadyRays.com, maybe, this, maybe the person that you're getting sunglasses for, they're a truck driver or they're an appraiser and they're in their cars all the time. They have sunglasses specifically for driving, polarized sunglasses specifically for driving. Maybe the person you're getting sunglasses for, Ralph, she loves fishing. She's like a big fisherwoman. Or even fishing. Golf. They've got fishing golf. glasses. They've got golf glasses. They've got running, biking, hiking. You name it, they'll have it. Uh, you can shop by fit. You can shop by age. You can shop by men, women. Uh, they've got prescriptions. You, they got a whole even like huge category dedicated 
to golf glasses that really do change the way you see your ball, you see the fairway. Uh, they're they're amazing. What they Don't do forget the computer Rick. glasses and the blue. I've, I've been uh, wearing those. Yeah, the blue. I uh, I told Gil last night. I'm, he stares at a computer screen all day. I told him last night I was going to get him a pair for Christmas. Dude, they're, they're, well, you don't you, tell him, you surprise him. They're they're amazing. Well, I had uh, to make sure he would wear them first, which he said he would. Good. Does he look good in glasses? Mm, that's debatable. Okay. okay. <laughs> but Shady Ray's glasses, he'd look good. Everybody looks good in exactly. Shady Ray's glasses. ShadyRays.com. Promo code Big X at checkout, forty percent off. That works in the stores as well at Oxmoor and the bluegrass shops at the paddock. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, and we love Shady Reds. Man, um, but does bef- Roush love Trip Trainum them? I do. Um, I I love this story a little bit more. I'm going to get to it. Oh just, yeah, okay, that's okay. fine. Um, UCF football. Oh yeah. Tweets out an image last night. I thought somebody died. All black background says the individual in the video on TikTok. TikTok is not a member of our football team and never has been. And it's just playing the UCF logo. Immediately, you're like, well, I got to see the TikTok. What is the TikTok? That's so true. That was like, is you is this all a ploy? Like, are, <laughs> is this guy in it with TikTok and, and UCF? To, like, like are what, they, is a, a paid partnership. How bad could it be that they have to make a statement that that guy on that TikTok is not a UCF football player? So what did he do? I'm thinking maybe there was a guy who was doing drugs wasn't supposed to maybe he got in a fight if you scroll down uh somebody links to tiktok ucf player cuts families at disney it's a two and a half minute video of him like i mean it eventually I, watched, an I, altercation. I, I hate to admit that i watched the video scoots did you watch the video no i have no idea what's going on okay i i, I just pulled it up um like when we got here and I mean, it's just him in line yelling at them, right? Yeah, so it's like a it's a long two and a half minutes. It's not like overly hostile or violent. You, I don't think punches were thrown. I think the cop gets there before anything. Mm-hmm. But this guy who claims to be a Central Florida football player talks how much money he has, talks about how well he does in nil and all this sort of stuff. And he, he, I mean, he could pass as a football player. He is a big dude. I guess they cut this family. The family wasn't happy about it, and it's just the exchange going back yeah. and forth. And it's like a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds talking being to snotheads. like 40-year-old parents. Yep. And the parents don't love the way that they're talking in front of their kids with the language. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times that like the conversation kind of calms down a little bit, but this joker that claims to be a UCF football player he is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he, abundantly he clear. He is a loser. Cutting kids in line at Disney. I can't think of a bigger loser move. I just don't know who wouldn't be like, hey, all right, then if you think we didn't cut. The la- the girls, like, I was here. They met up with me. Be- like, I saved their spot is what she's saying, which is. That's still bullcrap. It is It's bull a theme crap. Cra- it's park. A cha- it's if a, you've been yeah. to a theme park, you know how lines work. Scoots, you don't do the old chat and cut. No. You don't get away with it. Nope. Not in a deli line, not at, uh, at Disney World. Uh, so they're doing the old chat and cut, but it's not so much like how douchey this guy is in terms of like talking how much money he makes and how he's a businessman and you watch him play on Saturdays at the football stadium which is weird just to lie about all those things yeah all the same which which it makes sense that he's such a liar because he would also be the kind of person that would cut lines to kids at disney the interesting part about this video for the people that watch it the very few people that probably did so i'm talking to a small audience here the way that guy talks to his friends so there's like two girls and another guy, and I'm guessing they're coupled off. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, the guy, the other guy, 
Well, are butt cuts coming back? What the hell is going on in Cincinnati? Yeah, butt he cuts also, are back. I mean, they're back. What? Yeah, I, I, Dwight Schrute. Big come up for Dwight Schrute. This trio here has no business talking hair, mm-hmm. except for butt cuts. Yeah, we can. T- everybody can talk. There's about a line, that. and it's down the middle of their hair. So this other guy with a butt cut, he, like, at every so often, will be like, "Hey, buddy, you're wrong. We didn't." Like, he'll just want to make a comment. He'll just want to make a point. Mm-hmm. And his buddy will be like, "Bro, shut the f up. Why are you even giving them the time of day? Hush up. Hush up." And then, like, he'll turn back around and be like, "Hey, you know, I like it's only he." Like, and then the girl will come up and be like. You're, you don't, you know, you blah, blah, blah. And he'll like turn around to the girl and be like, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. It is so weird how he talks to his friends that I think is like the most bizarre part of this video. Who would want to be around somebody like that? And just a huge liar. People found his Instagram. Uh, there, were, there were no football. There was no pictures of him playing football in the Instagram. Yeah, because... Um, but Central Florida, you did that, by the way. You made that a much bigger deal than it needed to be by releasing that statement. Very funny, though. All you had to do is just find one media member, have your SID, be like, hey... Uh, that Can you that, just... Yeah. But does UCF have media members of prominence? <laughs> it's a huge school. Love, love Alex Walker. Um, shout out, former WKYT, who's now a reporter in Orlando. But I don't... I don't does he have a huge following in Central Florida? I don't know. Do... Do people follow the Central Florida Golden Knights? Many people are asking. So yeah. they literally just cut this family and were talking nasty? Ar- arguing about it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a big deal. <laughs> also, I, mean, I do he, think if you're the family, like, I, I don't know. I think I'd get, like, if they were, I would probably maybe make a comment. But at some point, like, all right, you're going to wait an additional two minutes in line, three minutes in line. So late. No, I don't think they're to be blamed. They, they, you know, they didn't like the the woman. Just kind of keeps making comments that keeps everything going. But it's a silly video. I don't, I'm I'm shocked UCF felt like they needed to have like a death statement. In I, I, to it. I just I love it. College football. It's the greatest sport. It's the silliest sport. A lot of silly stuff happening. Um, we can get to more silly stories elsewhere. Um, but did need to bring up. Cats got, oh. One more thing. Oh. My buddy who just went to Disney, he said people cut left and right at Disney. It's just shocking how rude people are. Really? I didn't know that. I, haven't I been thought it Disney. was the most magical place on earth. It, it, nope, that's Jenny Springs. Scoots, I think sometimes when you re- like you get out amongst people, one, you see a lot of good in the world, but you do you are just like, where who, where were you raised? I mean, oh, it yeah. is in who, the who? state of Florida, so, you know. Actually, I had a car this morning. I was on 65. And I was probably about 15 feet behind the car in front of me in the fast lane. We're going probably about 70. And there's a car behind me, and it literally gets over in the right lane, speeds past me, and cuts between me and the car in front of me. I just throw my hands up. I'm like, cool, buddy. You're going to save a whole three seconds of your morning. Like, what are you doing? Got to win the race. Oh, I did get real triggered yesterday. Uh, Hurstbourne around like rush hour. It's ridiculous. It's wild, especially like closer you get to Linden and Middletown-ish. But, I mean, it's just all bad pretty much anywhere, and Hurstbourne's a really big street. But I'm talking more like East Indish area, part of town. Uh, this guy was taking a left onto Hurstbourne, or we were taking a left onto Hurstbourne, but Hurstbourne was really backed up. Um, but the way the lights work, everybody will move as long as you're just patient, you don't block the lanes and whatnot. So we're, we get the green light. It's our turn to go. 
there's places for the cars to go. Everything's good. The last second, this guy turning left, he puts on his right turn signal, and he's like, I don't want to take a left on Hurstborn. Hurstborn's too crowded for me. I need to take a right. And he makes us miss the light. Oh, oh boy. You know the one old, thing that— Old road rage TJ would have been livid. You know the like one just, thing about Louisville that really drives me nuts? Why do I know where everybody's going before they know where they're going? <laughs> It drives me absolutely I know exactly what you're referencing, mad, and I feel the same way from time to time. Like you can see what they're trying to exactly. do, like, but they're so slow at doing it. Yeah, it's where I, I'll try to just be like, all right, I, I get that you're trying to get over two lanes. I'll stop for you. Here's my bro. Like, just get over safely, you dweeb. <laughs> it's crazy that there's not more accidents when you think about it. Yeah, you ain't kidding me. Chip's going to cause some accidents with the opposing defense this year. Ralph going to be running them over. He is a impressive. Impressive specimen. No, there, there's no doubt about it. If you haven't seen like the workout pictures of that guy, <laughs> reminds me a lot of me, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't like to say, you know, like I don't go posting shirtless pics all the time. Oh, yeah, I got crushed yesterday on the Instagram. We got to do an Instagram picture of Scoots today. I got crushed yesterday. Oh, the hair? It's on the text line, too, so yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, <laughs> so you, the, you got crushed yesterday. I got crushed, or two days ago, I got crushed yesterday. Scoots, we'll have to take a flattering picture of you. <laughs> well, you, just look, you look great. I don't think people could crush you if they tried. I'm wearing blue. <clears throat> they call Your me hair's come in nice. It looks like you could be serving in the military. <laughs> High and tight. I'm not, tight. not strong enough for that. Now, Matt, speaking of our military, and we appreciate all those who serve, uh, Matt Bradford texted me last night. I was like, oh, oh hey. He's going down to Atlanta for the UNC game. He may oh, be nice. sitting with the U- UNC fans, though. That guy, go, that guy gets to do so much cool stuff. <laughs> he's had so many awesome experiences just the, like last year. Yeah, he does some cool things. He, he gets does out some about. really cool things, but he also lost his legs and his vision and hearing serving our country. So no, no he can hear. He can hear. Yeah, uh, he, hear he listens to roll call. I thought he was like partially deaf. I thought he had to have well, I things mean, that. He, I, I think it's not great hearing, but yeah, he can hear. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear this? <laughs> hey, I, I. It would make sense that he could hear to a capacity that he <laughs> yeah, listens to the platform. I didn't. I didn't mean it. I definitely that, didn't was, mean that, it like that. That was that, like the one person. I didn't say deaf. I was bad. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> be tough. <laughs> I saw a post the other day. It's like so. Uh, how do how do blind people? How do they hear things? Do they have braille language that they like? It's like oh no, wait, they can hear. I, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, that that's what TJ just did. He just did that meme in real time. I did, I did. He did that meme uh, in real time. That being said, Matt, have a great time in Atlanta, and uh, glad you get to do all the cool things that you I'm, do, um, and cheer on the Cats. I, I'm wondering what the atmosphere is going to be like, because I would imagine that North Carolina is going to bring a good amount of fans, uh, but as we alluded to earlier in the week, haven't heard about a ton of Cats fans, but there's also just a ton of Cats fans in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, was talking with – because. You know, folks are cooking up stories over at KSR this week. You know what Kentucky Cal's record is in Atlanta? Not great, or it's it's fine. But how many the, games they played? They've they've played eleven, which I was like, wait, they've played eleven games. I'm, I'm going eight and three. They lost to Kansas State there. Gosh, I, I boy, yeah. I could really bore people in trying to like name all the Atlanta games. I'm not going to do it. We only have a two hour radio show. But if we had a three hour radio show, <laughs> you bet your sweet buns, I'd take five minutes to try to remember. Oh, all that of them. sounds like a Trevor uh, segment. If I ever uh, heard, it. there's obviously there was an SEC tournament 
there in 11. He went 3-0 and that week, so there's three wins right there. I think, was there one more in 14? I think they were there. They went 2-1 there. That was there. the one so I didn't realize. There's 5-1, and one. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Then the, the Kansas State loss. So, so okay, five all right, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, Go. you're almost there. You're almost there. Which one of you're, you're missing? You're four. missing. Uh, oh, they beat Duke. They beat Duke there. They lost. They Duke lost there. to Duke. Yeah, but where did they beat Duke then? Chicago, Tower U.S. or Indy? No, no, it was Chicago with Tower U.S. Okay, yeah. all right. So they lost to Duke there. Yeah. How many more am I? You're you're only missing one more. Only missing one more. And game. it's the most forgettable game of them all. A uh, game that Power Five team. Yeah. Was it Georgia Tech? Yeah, the holiday hoops giving and the COVID year. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah. That, that was the part where I was like, Kentucky's played 11 games in Atlanta? Because I don't remember. Like, there hasn't been that many as of late, but they've lost three straight, and it's going back to, I think, all Kansas the way. State, Georgia Tech. Well, it'd be yeah, Kansas Georgia State, Tech, Georgia Kansas Tech, Tech and, and then the, the SEC championship uh, yeah. against Florida. Yeah, th- so they've only played twice since 14 there. That's wild. Yeah. That is really so crazy. That, that's why you would think if there's any – Kentucky fans in the greater Atlanta Metro, they're there. They're in there like swimwear. Because your only other opportunity outside of that NCAA tournament was Georgia Tech in a COVID year where I don't know if they could have anybody at that game. I don't, you know. And then lost the buzzer. God, that was gross. What a gross basketball game. Oh, I forgot Indiana Baylor in the NCAA tournament. Did you all mention those? That was no, in Atlanta. You, okay. Did I mention those? Um, I mentioned. No, you were missing too. Roush was wrong. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would have gotten there. That, yeah. that was that was. Uh, I mean, amazing atmosphere. It was like fifty fifty UKIU fans. That I don't wonder what the attendance for that. So one what's was, that? But. Seven and four, Roush. Yep, seven and four. Oh, there was only twenty four thousand IU and UK fans at that Atlanta game. That's kind of weak in the dome, actually. Was it in the dome? It was in the dome. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's still a great game. A great crowd for. a college basketball tournament game that people had five days notice for to be able to plan and make happen. But that UK, I, UK U of L game in Indy, what was that? Like 45,000? I don't know. For that I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much they opened up for that the, that game. Do we miss – on the one hand, like basketball games in domes usually lead to lower scoring, just the sight lines, mm-hmm. the, I don't know, whatever it is. But on the other hand, like I did get to go to a UK U of L Sweet Sixteen game for like eighteen dollars. <laughs> you ain't getting that. <laughs> you, you know, you're not you're not getting that if it's in a in an arena. You're not. Most people aren't going. I actually uh, never been to a, a dome basketball game either. Ever? Yeah. It's like I, we've mentioned this before. I've never seen a Kentucky NCAA tournament game. What? Yeah, we had this conversation. Uh, I probably last had year. the same reaction. Yeah, because um, I was always kind of stuck at home. Man in the blog while everybody else went. I could go now, but they also haven't played close. You got to go to a game at Rupp. You should. And take Duke or go with the whole family. Brooke, yeah, I mean, Duke. I've been to Rupp plenty of times, but like. But has, but has Duke been in a game at Rupp? No, no, no. Not at all. Duke's a Louisville uh, fan. He wouldn't like it. I Duke. think he'd like it. He's been to a couple Bellarmine games, and those are good. Uh, he can do, do Rupp probably next year. It'd be good. Okay. Yeah. But. Tournament, not really great tournament site year this year. Yeah. Um, would be cool if – do we get the M Center back in the rotation? They were last year, though, right? And that was a whole – yeah, that was unfortunate. So, what was it in Atlanta? They've only played two games since 14? Yeah. Only two, NCAA, or two games, period, since 14. So right, Since 
Well, since Jamie's young fell down, including the Louisville Sweet 16 game, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games in Indy since that time span. Yeah, like that's that's ah, weird. And Indy that has is weird. And and Indy has not been good. Has not been kind to Kentucky doesn't, fans. Doesn't that make sense though? I mean, you want to be one thousand of that Sweet Sixteen game. You want to be closer to Lexington. Yeah, but it, which I, Indy is. We're just saying it's, that just, it's it, kind of a pivot from what had traditionally been the norm. Was, Cats usually went south. Now they're kind of going it was, north. It was Catlanta, right? All the SEC tournaments were in Catlanta. Cats uh, lost four straight in Indy. Yeah, and it's they're like some five, of the worst losses ever. It's the five of their last seven. St. Peter's Zion scoring a hundred million points against Tyler Hero's team is in there. It's been it's been ugly. You can say that again. It's like we sold our souls to beat Patino in that Sweet Sixteen. Uh, it was great. That was a fun night though. Great time. A lot of fun. I was there for the Wichita State win in seventeen. That was a good time. It was when uh, Drew or Greg Marshall's wife was just going bananas on Drew. Oh yeah, that was, was something else. Um, somebody alerted me that Drew was talking about how terrible sports talk radio was. He's not talking about us, right? No. He, okay. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Not us. Just, um, yeah. Cause I'm, you know, that wouldn't hurt my feelings, but I thought Drew liked the show. Would hurt my feelings. Yeah. I don't want to hurt Scoots' feelings. Let's start our conversation so- about chip again and then get <laughs> off of it. <laughs> Scoops, chocolate I, chips I, I forgot who i met that was like man i'm just so fascinated by scoops i want i want to know more <laughs> all you gotta do is ask i think are chocolate chips the best chips yes or potato chips what's everybody the wife kind of gave me a little guff because my favorite ice cream is just vanilla chocolate chip i would take cookies and cream over chocolate chip I just think good old chocolate chip is just delicious. I just don't. My thing with chocolate chip, I don't feel like the chips mix very well within the ice cream. So you're just kind of crunching on chips. It's just like a perfect little blend of like you get vanilla. It's the texture of ice cream that you like, and then you just get like ooh. And a certain ice cream place, Graders, they've got huge chocolate chips. So it's like, I just what's the point in saying a certain ice cream place? Then you say, well, they're not a they're not a sponsor. <laughs> I would I, see. I just like my. Stuff to be more mixed in well. That's why I would I get the chocolate syrup. I hear you. Yeah. I guess different strokes for different folks. Do you like your running backs to be built like Mack trucks? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, <laughs> what is uh, – so I was trying to take a look at it yesterday. Kentucky's had six 1,000-yard rushing seasons in the last eight by five different players. Uh, it's been pretty good. I don't – they're kind of taking they're taking a little bit of a gamble here because he's been mostly a short yardage back throughout his career. So is he a complimentary guy or is he a main guy? We thought that Ray Davis was going to be similar a year ago where he was going to be a complimentary guy and not this bell cow and look what he ended up being, right? Mm-hmm. So they're rolling the dice again and I, I think the, the luxury that Kentucky has is if they get him in the spring and they're not sure he can be as dynamic and be the bell cow, if they want to, they can go revisit the portal. Um it's it's right now. There's just a lot of there's a lot of gambling going on with Chip, who's been mostly short yardage back. Demi Sumor Carmbe, mo- mostly a receiver, then freshmen who just haven't played a lot. I know, um, you know they they really like Jason Patterson, but Tavani Mazel is coming off an ACL injury um, where he missed all of last season. He's doing rehab right now. Not sure he'll be able to do much in the spring, if anything at all. And then Jamarian Wilcox, what, what what's he done his redshirt year, right? Has he has he done has he gone about his business the right way, or has he done 
Has it gone the opposite way? You know, it's yeah. kind of a mystery out there. So th- there's a lot of kind of gambles that you're taking right now with this running back room. Um, and so they, they might have to go revisit it in the spring. If they revisit in the spring, I'll, I'll be nervous about it. But I, I, I kind of like the way it's set up. I think it's good enough. I think it's going to take a, a bit of a step back from where you had been, but that's going to, that was going to happen at some point. I mean, look at the look at the line of running backs mm-hmm. you had had. What I what I worry about with Chip is is he going to be able? You know, there's one uh, there was one game he had last season, double digit carries. Is that something to keep an eye on? He did. He, there was I think two games where he had more than one caught pass. And maybe, maybe you don't have to use him as the pass catcher. That's fine. But it, it helps when you can, and it makes the offense a little bit more versatile. We'll continue this conversation in hour number two. We'll get to the Thornton's text line as well in hour number two. Actually, we're going to continue it and stop it and redirect. Yes. That's, well, that's what we're going to do this whole show. Mm-hmm. It's Chip. just one of these days. It's Wacky Wednesday. It's Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Big X Sports Radio. Call. We'll be right back. It's just those. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Shout out to the Roush family. They they brought Scoots and myself some cinnamon rolls, and they look delicious. They are delicious. It's a huge thing of cinnamon rolls. Do you want the container back? No, no. We <laughs> bought them to get rid of them. Six homemade, beautiful cinnamon rolls. I did see you look down at them, though, before you handed one to Scoots and one to me. <laughs> what was that all about? You were like, oh, yeah, that one's for Scoots. They look well, the same. There might be a secret ingredient <laughs> of one of those. Hopefully I got the secret ingredient. Brooke and I really haven't been seeing eye to eye this year. <laughs> Mainly because she's taller than me. Um, the uh, it, it is fun, though, because, like, you know, Duke likes helping pour stuff in the mixer, cracking eggs. He's all right at cracking eggs, but one time he decided while making these that he was just going to open the egg, not over the container. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, dumbass. <laughs> like, come on. You've been doing Like, you know this. You know better, but, you know, you just get caught up in cracking you're, the egg. You're a bluey watcher, right, or no? Yes, yes. Yeah. Every Season night. three, they had a making the breakfast. omelet yeah the yeah, omelet one yeah. we watched that one last night it's funny you just brought that story up when we just oh had... omelet was on uh, our rolodex last night we had we, we do two before bed so we had an omelet if, and uh if you've got a kid or you've yesterday. got grandkids bluey it's it's so it's the wholesome. best kids show out there and they make jokes for adults i think that's part of the reason why we like it yeah. like some episodes the and they're, they're parent cartoon dogs but like some episodes the parent cartoon dogs are like hungover and, that was know. one, yeah. The other one I like where they uh, they're cleaning up and they're doing the funny walks. So they're trying to figure out how to do all oh, the silly yeah. walks. <laughs> it's a cute show. It's really fun. Yeah. Your kids will probably like it. Lucy loves it. It's not her favorite. Frozen's her favorite, but Bluey's second favorite for sure. Frozen, oh, the TV show. The movie. Frozen. The movie. Oh, okay. There's a TV show. Oh no, I'm thinking of Spirit. Wasn't that a movie and a TV show? That sounds right. But the horse. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, yeah, haven't haven't watched Frozen a lot lately. That was Duke's first big one, but haven't uh, haven't entered that uh, in a oh while. Oh my gosh, Frozen! <clears throat> this only started probably like 
three, four months ago, possibly, but every day. Anna, Elsa, Snowman, Kristoff. Have you watched the uh, Christmas special? Yeah, we've watched that, it all. Yeah. We've watched it all. The Christmas special is, uh, you know, it's like, all right, only 30 minutes. Yeah, We're good. Yeah. I agree. And the, the little song they do is fun, too. But, and we don't do this often, but if we ever really do need, like, hey, I got to do this or you got to do that. And we need oh, our kid to just like be kind of brain yeah. dead for a little bit. Yep. Like Frozen is a guarantee to have her sit down and not move for however long we yeah. have that thing on. Sometimes the table. you just gotta do that. Sometimes you we just gotta hand often, over the iPad. But every day she's just like Anna, Elsa. She doesn't say Frozen. She just says their name. Yeah, and it's really cute. She always go, Daddy Kristoff. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Daddy's got just the same hair, yeah. the same, same broad shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I am Kristoff. Don't you forget that. So she's very sweet. I, I love my daughter. Do you have a? Uh, is there a time of day where it's particularly like, oh gosh, this is, we got to deal with this? Because in regards to her, she's just the most difficult. Oh, I, I, who I was talking to somebody about this over the weekend. It is crazy. Just like you can almost like, oh, she didn't get. She was an hour short on sleep last night. It's almost like kids are like wind up toys and. You get them at their best mm-hmm. in the morning, assuming they had a good night's sleep. Yep, yep. And they're cute and they're fun. And they're so and they're, sweet. And yeah. then as the windup keeps going and they're running out of steam, like around six, it's just like progressively grumpier, yeah. grumpier, mm-hmm. grumpier, bedtime fight, passed out. So is she you. at least good by bedtime? Or, or no, is it, she's is like it? at her like grumpiest at okay. bedtime. And she just doesn't want the day to end. She doesn't want to say bye to daddy and more importantly, mommy. Uh-huh. And then it's, you know, lights out and, and she'll go down. It's never like a big thing, but she's, she can be a little mean. Ours is uh, pre dinner time. Pre dinner? It's, it's like, I'm trying like, to make dinner. Like hangry? Yes. They okay. just get hangry and they all start losing it. Um, so that's usually when we have to just like throw on Elmo or something. It's just she is in the like we're doing potty training. She's doing an amazing job. She's going on the potty a lot more than she's going in her diaper. Nice. It's awesome. Um, still working on the number twos. We'll get there. But now she's doing the thing like, all right, lights out. We're going to sleep. Daddy potty. <laughs> like you don't have to potty. <laughs> Dad, mommy, daddy potty. Oh yeah, just trying to get out of doing the. Candy? Candy? Uh, ooh, what about drink of water? Candy? Drink of water is a big one at our house. I'm thirsty. We give her oh, candy you? when she goes potty on the potty, which is uh, probably, probably a mistake. But like, No, no, you, little, you bribe them a little bit initially, yeah. and then you slowly start to wean them off of it. Yeah, um, but it's like, for her, it's like, all right, I got option one. It's go to bed and not see daddy and mommy for 12 hours or six hours or however long she's going to let us sleep, or she's going to sleep. God, 12 hours. Ooh. Sometimes she'll go seven to seven. That'd be awesome. Sometimes she'll go seven to seven, Scoots. You can't put it past her. That'd be fantastic. But yeah, she knows that like it's if I just say these things, I'm gonna get longer. But that's all right. We're working through it. Yeah. I'm a one time parent, getting used to it, going as I go along. We um figuring out as I go along, I should say. Had had a moment last night where I was like, "Is the internet watching me?" Because uh, we ta- typically play tackle before bed, um, which is What's you know, tackle. Tackles tackle dad. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so, no way those little kids can tackle you. You're, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're huge. <laughs> well, bad wolves center of body gravity. All right, <laughs> physics aren't great. Uh, we'll play Mario tackle. We'll also play tackle football. Oh. But it's usually just like time to wrestle, and they all just. Last night, long story short, first time where we got a inadvertent knee to the groin. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yours or theirs. <laughs> But then I'm on Instagram after they go down, and there's like something like uh, kids actually they 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 do better with rough housing somehow for some reason before bedtime. 
Like it helps get all of their. Well, if you saw it on the internet, they must be true, <laughs> you gotta, right? You got to run with. It's got to be some. Yeah. yeah, this Instagram account definitely knows what it's talking about. The Cats are running with Chip and UK in the wide receiver game. Roush, a lot of interesting. By the way, I guess Big Z's not free. Thanks a lot, David Sisk. Ugh. Wait, what? We love you, David Sisk, but what the heck? He did come back, and he was like, people at UK aren't hearing the same stuff people on the outside are hearing, so I may like need to take a step back from this. Because that's David Sisk. He's awesome. He lets people know what he's hearing. Uh, so no big deal there, but I guess we wait longer for Kentucky to be at full strength. Again, we're not 100% sure if even Hugo's going mean, to go. The semester's over this week. It's finals week. Yeah, you, so think, you think it'd be. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Just probably Monday they'll yeah. say, oh, he's cleared. Good point. That's what it's going to end up being. It's, it's not even like I bet the NCAA is like we can't clear him because he's in limb. Like you know, like, mm-hmm. we, he's, he's whatever the reason is. I, I think Roush is right. Once the semester ends, they'll move with that smoothly. Over to the football side of things, though, there's been a lot of like scuttlebutts and whispers that there could be some wide receiver commits or a wide receiver commit relatively soon. Which one? Well, people have been mentioning the there's guy. A, there's a lot of names out there that I and I. So I'm curious what so, the, what you're hearing versus what I'm hearing. All right. Well, you had the cute little will they won't they with Brock and Macklin on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, which so, is always fun. Jamori Macklin mm-hmm. from North Texas. That was on Twitter. He's an option. I like him. I'd be I'd be cool with that. But there was the. The one that may follow the wide receiver coach from Houston. Yes, can Golden. You, can you share more info on that? So, Seems like he's going to go to Texas or maybe even committed to Texas. Right. You've got Wilt Fong Crystal Balls for this Golden guy. His name's Golden. Um, have have volume. I want to say Hunter Golden. Have volume receiver. Matt, Matthew Golden. Matthew Golden. Yeah. Have volume receiver from uh, Houston. Put up some big numbers. Yeah. Uh, he had 38 receptions, 404 yards, six touchdowns last year, averaged over 10 so, yards per catch. It, it, pretty similar numbers to Barry on Brown. I think just a couple more he was a sophomore. touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, six foot 190. Yeah, um, all the crystal balls have been put in for Texas with a caveat, and it's if Doc Hill Shorts goes somewhere else, he might follow him. And I thought we might learn that Doc Hill Shorts is Kentucky's receivers coach yesterday. Thought we might today. Are they ever going to announce anything over there? We don't know. I'm just waiting around. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that's where that is originating okay. from. So if UK doesn't announce – if UK announces Dykel Shorts – Then you can – You think it, Matthew Golden's coming with? There's a very good chance of that. I'm not, like, going ahead and writing it Sharpie, but um, he would definitely be visiting and a very good chance that they would get him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was hurt uh, this past season, but his – 2022, 2023 numbers were basically just identical. Uh, the only thing I don't like, I'm just I'm trying not to get sold on him because he's just a whittle guy. No, he's he's got a 10 percent drop rate. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, didn't we just deal with that for a year? Fits in <laughs> exactly. Join the team. Yeah, um, that that would be my my only concern with him. Uh, okay. But if you if the yeah, guys like Texas or Kentucky, you like you would feel like oh, then they got a pretty good guy then. Um, so those are those are the two out there. You haven't heard a lot of scuttlebutt on McCulley as of late from Indiana. But so three, I don't know how many they're going to get, and that kind of goes back to your chip train them thing, your tight end thing, and it brings me to my biggest take of this offseason. 
some of their misgivings elsewhere. They're like, you know what? Well, we'll just get more receivers. Didn't they have a culture problem at wide receiver last year? Wasn't that a big problem of that offensive identity was that you were overly dependent on wide receivers? Now, it would be different if this year you didn't just depend on two of them to do everything for you, but is that the way you want to go? Is that the direction you want to go? Is it is it wise? I think that's a fair question. Well, you give us the answer, football boy. What would you do? So, How the, would you play that situation so just as you had laid it out? The problem that they have is they talk about wanting to be this physical football team that's just not – like they had almost generate like you're you're not getting Landon Young and Trey Jackson in the same class out of the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Multi-year starters and then getting a huge recruiting win out of Darian Kennard who becomes a consensus All-American and then turning a three-star in Luke Fortner into a multi-year starter in the NFL. Like that's just not – they talk about wanting to get back to being that way, but like I don't think those players are going to happen. So, okay. from an X's and O's standpoint, going and getting receivers to try to find a different way to different recipe to make the same cinnamon roll, I I, I think it's possible to make it work if you've got the right guy at quarterback. Now, mm-hmm. so you're you're investing in the guy who. You know what? He fits that old school culture at least, right? He's got his his camo costas. He's got his clip on the side of his uh, belt for his cell phone, right? Like he's got some grown man energy about him, um, and he's good enough to be able to help them get their touches. So I, I think that that can work. But I, I mean, like I'm going to be worried going into this year, no matter what. There was some guy on our board who was like, "This might be our best roster since Fran Kersey," and I'm like, "Buddy, what are you looking at?" Because here's the take that I, I almost want to save it to tease it because it was it was too hot for me to write. I wrote it and I was like, man, I got to save this for radio because if I write it, I'm I'm in trouble. Do it. Are we sure that Liam <laughs> Cohen's great? Yeah, no, I think that's a totally fair question. Because like, I think it's a it, totally it, fair it, question. Here are some of the players on his 2021 team. Will Levis, Wondell Robinson. Uh, Wondell broke air raid receiving records. Will Levis broke Jalen Ramsey in half on Monday Night Football last night. Chris Rodriguez. Number three in school in rushing history. No suspension or anything there. Darian Kennard. First consensus All-American offensive tackle at Kentucky since 1965. Yeah. 1965. Luke Fortner, multi-year starter in the NFL. He started every single game since he got to the NFL at center for a playoff team. Like, how much was it... The now here here's the thing you like it's a great point. Part of it is that you're banking on with Cohen is those guys wouldn't have done what they did w- without him because would Will Levis or Wanda Robinson be a Kentucky without Liam Cohen? The answer is no. Would Luke Fortner have even decided to stick around for another year and switch to center? I don't know. He might have just been an engineer and never played in the NFL, right? So like he does get credit for that, but. There's part of me that's slightly worried that, like, well, you know, the players deserve a lot of credit, too, for what they did. And are there any players of that caliber on this roster next year? I don't. I, I, maybe, I, though. Maybe. Going back to a take that I had at the end of the season was I wanted I want NFL prospects at quarterback. And that, that applies to really every position. So, I – don't we think that Chip is going to UK because he wants to 
be the leading carrier for an SEC team, ideally a competitive, good SEC team, and that because the NFL may be interested in this guy? Yeah. Uh, bringing in wide receivers, I mean, you already have Barry on Brown and Dane Key that have, you know, they've got NFL potential, pretty good, anybody right? would line otherwise. True. But I, but maybe the answer is Brock is an NFL quarterback, and we'll be saying in two years, well, look back at that team that you had. You had Barry on Brown, and you had Dane Key, and you had Brock, because we weren't saying it necessarily in 2021. We felt like we knew Wandell was a really good player, but people right, worried right. if he was going to be too small for the NFL. It's dumb. True. You know, dumb. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Matt LaFleur, like, threw Joe Barry under the bus. Kind of like seeing it. Not a huge Matt LaFleur fan, not a huge Joe Barry fan, but good for you, LaFleur, although you are still the head coach. He was like, yeah, we were in man coverage, but we weren't supposed to be that far off, and that was a mistake. Like, that should not Did have happened. Did you see the – it was kind of cool that Will was, like, tweeting out – or Instagram story, Wandell highlights from Monday night. I didn't There was see one catch that. on that the is, sideline. It was like, cool. th- this is awesome. And but So, to your point – But maybe like, we'll look back is, in two years and be like, hey, this actually was an NFL so, – so this is full circle on both. Like mm-hmm. the answer to both questions is if these receivers are good enough to be NFL players, if this quarterback is good enough to be an NFL player, and to go back to our guy Chip, more Chip conversation. The reason why he he actually can be a great addition is Kentucky was incredibly inefficient in its running game this year, and it hurt him. It hurt him bad on third downs. They were explosive. So if you look at uh, SP plus is a measure in quote unquote efficiency. They were good in that regards. But if you look at success rate, which is on on first down, are you getting 50% of the yards to move the sticks? On second and third down, are you getting 70% to move the sticks? And on third and fourth down, are you moving the sticks? So Kentucky ranked 110th in the success rate this year. They were playing third and long all year. They would get stuck behind the chains because Ray Davis, as explosive as he was, and as good as he was, it was a lot of gains of one or no yards. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of gains. Like, and Chip is at least... I think he's more built like, and I, and I hate saying like Benny, but like uh, no, that's okay. You're you not know. saying he is Benny Snell. You're saying he's built like Benny. Yeah, like he's got a like, look uh, at his yeah, freaking shoulders and he's neck. He's gonna be more likely to run somebody over than he is to you know yeah. do this insane juke move. Which and, we kind of thought Ray was gonna be like this year, but I don't. You Ray know, ended up being, being a, a lot versatile, more explosive. Great yes, in the past exactly. game. Yeah. Um, I think to bring it back to your Cohen discussion, and I think it's a fair discussion, and I like having it. There's times during the season I it crossed my mind like, hey, maybe we all. Maybe maybe Cohen was just kind of struck lightning there in the first year. I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I'm happy he's at UK. I think he'll be good. But as a counter to what you're bringing up is when he was hired in 2021, shortly after Will Levis came on board, shortly after Wandell Robinson came on board. Now he's back. He's got a full year under his belt to be able to recruit. Well, you're bringing in Brock Vandergrift from Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, this is a guy that so many colleges wanted out of high school. He goes to a place where he's behind. They go on a two-time national championship run. He's not going to obviously take the job from a guy Going in that position. NFL. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you bring in uh, the Ohio State's number two running back from last year. Maybe this is what Cohen's doing. Maybe he deserves a little bit more credit for like identifying the pieces that he mm-hmm. wants and being able to get them on board. Of course, this is just conversation in the wind. We'll have to you know, save this for next year, Scoots, and we can look back and be like, yeah, Brock was a huge bust. That chip guy should have probably never left line. I don't think that's going to happen. Right, but like, right. you know, Maybe we'll have that conversation and we'll say, yeah, okay. On the field, it hasn't been amazing with Liam, and we gave you know it was great that he brought in Will and Juan Dale that time that he did the first go around. But maybe he's not even seen talent as well this go around. We'll see. 
But I will say that, like, while there was moments this season, it was just like maybe Cohen isn't all that in a bag of chips. One, he did deal with the health stuff. That probably played a role That's in true. some part of it. And two, season was fine. Not, you know, probably a win or two short from what we wanted. We'll see how this bowl game goes against Clemson. You still beat Louisville, so that was exciting. But maybe he's putting the pieces again together, just like he did with Levis and Wandale Robinson. Maybe this is going to be a really, really good team. And once Cohen has his guys and not Scangarello guys, which there was still some crossover there, obviously, maybe he is good, Roush. Maybe he is the real deal like we all anticipated and we all thought. But it's a it's a it's a fun embrace debate. And if you made a post on that, it'd be electric. Yeah, but you it'd know, a, it's off season too. I know, I know. I I saved it as a draft. My, you know, I think I would almost like preface it more as like this is a big year for Cohen versus is Cohen good? Yes, yeah. Like preface it as like ooh, stakes are kind of high here, right? Like, because you know, and I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. What if, what if the offense stinks next year? And what if they did miss on these guys? What if Chip isn't good and Brock isn't good? Would I, that's gonna everybody's gonna be on your page? You're not on that page. You're just bringing up the discussion, right? Right? Because like I, I, but everybody's gonna be there. Yeah, it's a big um, year. It's it, it's going to be a that's big the year. Transfer portal, like you can't miss with a quarterback in the transfer portal. Running back, maybe you can get away with it. But this is one what, wide receiver. This, you can probably get away. Look with what it. happens when you miss in the transfer portal quarterback. You get you you lose two games. You shouldn't. Yeah. Um, which speaking of transfer portal, we've got some breaking news. Rocket Sanders has committed. Ooh, let me guess. I don't know. Is it SEC? Yeah. Arkansas. He, he's leaving Arkansas. Florida. Oh. <laughs> South Carolina. South Carolina. So Shane Beamer oh. is uh, essentially Ooh. what happened. So about a week before, it's it's wild that this is how they got their nil investment, but basically somebody dropped a million extra bucks for him when they sucked this year. It's like, oh, we only won five games. Well, Shane, whatever he did, he sweet-talked somebody into dropping a, an extra million bucks in there for him to where they could be big spenders um, in the transfer portal because he's he's co- he's coaching for his wife next year, right? He has to have a winning season. The schedule's a gauntlet because they're idiots over there. Um, they're, they're listening to much of Louisville Sports Talk Radio podcast. Coach Shane um, wants to schedule everybody, and then he doesn't make it to a bowl game. And now he's coaching for his job. His coaching life is on the line, so he's putting that nil money to good use. Rocket Sanders was – it was a bad secret that he was asking for way more money than what he commanded. But the market was so white that he's probably going to end up getting it at South Carolina, which some of the reports that have come from uh, South Carolina are very funny. Uh, Lebius Overton, LT Overton. I don't know if you remember that recruitment at all, TJ. He was a five-star whose mom played volleyball at UK. No. And he, I think Dante Rump was his trainer in high school. Oh, okay. So, like, he came up and was recruited ever so lightly, but then they got mad that they weren't getting recruited more. And it was like, but we know you're not going to go here. So, he ended up at A&M. Now he's transferring. He was a, I mean, he's big guy. He's done well. Not a, a ton of production, but... There was some report from Wilt Fong that was like, LT Overton got off the plane at 12.04 and Shane Beamer was waiting for him. And it's just like, that's like the most Shane Beamer leaked report I've ever heard in my life. So they're going all in on um, trying to recruit their buns off um, in nil. It starts with Sanders. LT Overton could be one of them. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. That that has not... Um, Seems like a big question. Yeah. 
because they nailed it. I mean, they actually got it right. Spitzer Rattler was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't, I don't he, know who it's going to be. Was, he was good. Not going awesome. Yeah, but, I mean, he was he exceeded my expectations there. Like, that that was one of the – but I, I just – What's I don't, the latest on Tyler Barron? Haven't heard much from him, but I know he's just wanting money. Um, that – Essentially, the people at Tennessee, Wes Rucker, who we love to like hate follow because he's such an emotional uh, Vols fan who doesn't want to act like he's a Vols fan, but uh, works for 24-7. He's like, Barron's been doing this nil stuff every year. Finally, he's going to get the money he really wants. So I guess he had been trying to potentially leverage going into the portal to get more nil money. And this year, he's just like, all right, well, I want to go get more nil money elsewhere. But I haven't heard so- much there. Our buddy, Mike Rutherford, 3-6 here on the Big X with Trevor Kelsey. That may, may sound familiar. They think UofL is going to be a major player for Tyler Barron. Um, that could be significant. Um, I haven't been overly impressed with their portal halls as of late. Oh, um, you don't love Ivy League, Gus? Yeah, yeah. Just call, call me shocked. And, and my, my big, the only reason why is because they kind of hit the jackpot on some of those guys last year, but it's like, man, that is a risky-ass game. Now, maybe that, that Yale guy could be a nice one-year Band-Aid at left tackle. Um, I agree. And, and the San Diego State guy, like, is he good? I, I don't know, but they were... Steve I, I thought said best tight end in the portal. I thought they were going to go after the UK guys, uh, but I guess they were out of their budget, um, so to speak, so that's not happening. So, so Mike actually brought up... Or go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. But um, I, I think Dingle, Tennessee, or Vandy is what I've heard early on for Dingle. Tennessee. Yeah, which that would be great. I'm not fine. Go to you know, go to Tennessee, and then we'll beat you. And well, UK never beats Tennessee, but if we do, I'm going to be annoying about it. So yep. be on the lookout for that. Mike Rutherford brought up an interesting point. I mean, it's it's not. I don't think maybe original to like to him, but it's something that I I wanted to bring up on our show. Is that he had the idea that like, hey, U of L, they love this shuck guy from Texas Tech. Yeah, he's 32 years old. They like him. He's good. Could they have maybe like tried to bring in, lure in somebody better, bigger, potentially? But his mindset is they got Shuck on the cheap. So they could yeah. So they can go make a better defensive line. An which makes which line. makes sense. But here my my only like I, I I get that. But then you have to go actually get them though. And I don't know who what big names out there they're kind of on the radar. And it, it's an interesting strategy. And if you're Brom and you feel like you have a system that, like, listen, I just need a, I need a quarterback. Like, Plummer won me 10 games. I just need a quarterback that's decent that can make throws. It may actually be a smart strategy for UofL, where it's like, we don't have to have a Heisman Trophy winner quarterback. ACC's terrible. I just need a guy that can make simple throws, not turn the ball over, and we should be pretty darn good. Shucks had a bunch of injuries, though. If they, if they have to go to a backup, are you still that – Confident? Well, no. I mean, I'm not like I don't think Shuck's all that great. I don't think that was the smartest move in the world bringing him in specifically. I think the strategy though is if you can get away with a quarterback on the cheap to make other to bring in to spend your money on other positions, I think is a good move for U of L with Brom. And if he gets hurt, Scoots, it's a topic among U of L fans right now. I think if he gets hurt, I don't think you bring in another quarterback. Tosh Balding thinks they do. I don't think you bring in another quarterback. Maybe if you get like a situation like Bo Allen where it's perfect, where you just say yes to it because why wouldn't you? I think what they're going to do is they've got like six other quarterbacks on their roster that are like freshmen and sophomores. I think whatever one's the 
number two there, if Shuck gets hurt, then there's your future quarterback, and maybe you don't even have to hit the transfer portal at all the following season if one of those guys ends up being the guy. Like, is Pierce Clarkson ever going to play a snap? No. I mean, probably not. No. Probably not, but maybe he's the number two, Scoots. That's what I would go with. Well, I mean, we brought this up last week when I covered for Rutherford. I just, if I'm a Louisville fan, I want them to bring in another quarterback. And Chuck Chuck could work out just fine. But with his injury history, if he goes down, I'm not sure that I want one of those younger guys stepping up and in. I, I think two years down the line, sure, maybe they're ready, but I, I wouldn't want to go that route this year. There's some U of L fans that wanted them to go that route this past season. Like, yeah, maybe you only win nine games instead of ten, but you feel better about the future next season and you had developed Clarkson or whoever, whatever million one of their quarterbacks that they would, they would put on their roster. It's interesting, though, and Roush, UK doesn't take that strategy. They are spending money on quarterbacks. They spent money on Levis. Mm-hmm. They spent money on Leary. And they spent money on Brock. Do they just have a bigger pool of money, potentially? Or do you think this is the right strategy? I, it's, it, it's, it's fun. Well, that's, it, that's also Jeff being confident that he can coach up correct. quarterback play. My, my bigger thing is, like, after watching Jack Palmer, I would want somebody better. Like I, I get that mindset, but I, yeah, I would just. And I also like. It, it's fat. It is fascinating though that they are kind of polar opposites. What UK and UofL is doing in the portal now, right? Because UK wants multi-year guys, and investing in quarterback play, and UofL is like, we're going to invest elsewhere, and we want one-year guys. Yeah, we just and, want one and done. Which is and at, Mike was talking about how like, hey, UofL's recruiting class is probably moving forward are not going to be number like numerically pretty. Because they're just going to do the transfer thing. Man, and that's just, I think it's dangerous. Probably will lead to some just stinky years. Could lead to some huge years, though. It's interesting, though. It's a, it? fun, it's a fun time to be following along college athletics. I know some people are just like sick of it, and it's not what it used to be, but I think it's exciting. With the with the transfer portal the way it is, Roush, is it more dangerous than recruiting freshmen? Yeah. Because I just I don't I don't know that you get the loyalty with the freshman anymore. I think I agree with Scoots. I mean I don't know if I agree with Scoots, but I think it's a valid point. And, and to take it one step further, Scoots, it's like you recruit these guys and you invest in them. And you go to your high schools and you go to their high school games and you, they they do the hats on the table and then they pick yours. And then after they don't play their freshman year, Roush, they're out. You. And you're like I just wasted all this damn time yeah, on you and you're gone. Like it is. It's it's so fascinating. My my big thing is line play. Like you, that that's the part where it's like, because continuity is so important there. And I, I think you can do this at receiver. You could probably do it at running back, but in the trenches, there's no like, especially offensive line. Like I don't know how you you have to build it up through the high school ranks. Like there's not, and even at quarterback, like that Kentucky's gone the portal route and it bit him in the ass last year. So you have to eventually get a good quality high school guy and bring them through the ranks so they can get comfortable within the system. Um, and learn really and grow from there. In, never really happened in the Stoops era, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's where they're which is wild. That's where they're invested in Bully and uh, Stone Saunders. All right, we're gonna take our last break. Come back. Nothing but Thornton's text line on the way out on your wacky Wednesday. We didn't get to the deep dive of the Christmas stuff, but there's so much nonsense along the way. We'll be all right. Yeah. This is KRC on the Big X. One final segment. Down low for me, down like her 
temperature Cause to me she's zero degree She go over freeze I got that girl from overseas Now she's my Miss America And I cannot be her soldier please I'm Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Coach calls the Oklahoma drill. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. One of you guys are at linebacker, one of you guys that are at running back. Who is winning the Oklahoma drill? Ooh. This is tough because my guy Scoot's here. He's got a low center body gravity. Yeah, I'm he, like five foot four. So. And, and I'm like six foot six. So like it's just <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, for like you know, low man wins. So pad level is going to be not going to be on my side, but I do think if it was if I was to line up, if it was just lining up across from the trenches, I think I could drive him back. But as far as getting low and tackling, like he might be able to slink around me if he's running back and I'm the linebacker. Well, and I'm gonna take a cheap shot too because I never played football, so I don't (laughs) I don't know what goes and what doesn't go. But I'm gonna hit him where it counts, and and I'll beat him. I got a whole lot of money. money. Y'all it from me. Bottle key, popping that water yeah. man. Y'all jacking. Yeah. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. It's a party. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. Appreciate you tuning in. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Want to give a... Uh, oh, gosh. Well, we're going to get to the text line. It's going to bring up a few of the things that I'm going to get to. So let's just do that. Do want to remind folks about Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Hopefully you enjoyed your Taco Tuesday yesterday. If not, guess what? You can run it back today for Quesadilla Wednesday or whatever you're in the mood for. Don't Download that Salsaritas app, and remember, it's double point Tuesday until the end of – or double points after six until the end of the year. It doesn't have to be on Tuesday. You, and you don't have to eat tacos on Tuesday, and you can get tacos any day of the week, too. They let it do your way at Salsaritas. Man, I tried doing a homemade taco Tuesday. It's just not the same without those wildly addictive chips. It's not. It's no, not. You gotta, gotta, gotta get to them. Why would you not go pick some up, Roush? What probably, was I thinking? I didn't have time. Why was, what was I thinking? He's a busy, he's a busy we, guy. We were at the library. It's funny, Duke trying to, like, he's, like, reading a sign. It's like, library. And it did not say library at all. <laughs> Dumbass. It's like, it's like Charlie and Always Sunny. <laughs> pirates in there? <laughs> Texture says. Oh, man. That greatest. I think that's the greatest running bit in any show ever. That. Yeah. That, Charlie Can't Read's better than Jones Gotcha Girls. And Jones Gotcha Girls are great. Green Bay Packers inconsistencies will be the death of me. Zero sacks last night against this Giants team who's allowed the highest sack rate. Are you serious, Clark? Please give me a new coaching staff next year. Yeah, so I got into it with this guy on the text line yesterday. Probably top five longest like back and forth conversations I've had after hours on the text line. And he was just like, he says it a little later on in the text line today. Uh, he says it's like listening to nails on a chalkboard, me talking about the Packers. He's a huge Matt LaFleur fan. Huge. Really? Yeah. Yeah, huge. So he wants a new coaching staff, except for LaFleur? And I, and I typed this out to this guy, but I just want to explain it to everybody else. And if you like LaFleur, that's fine. I, I don't. Um, he seems like a nice enough guy. Good looking, so he's got that going for him. He'll be fine in the unemployment line, is what I'm getting at. Let me take you back, a few years back. Green Bay, awesome season, Roush. 
Rogers rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he's dating at that time either, like the blue lady or maybe Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, Aaron Rodgers may have been my favorite Aaron Rodgers. He's in. He's. We don't know it yet, but he's on the way to like back-to-back MVPs. He's just totally balling out, having a great season. Green Bay's playing Tampa Bay. It's in Lambeau. Green Bay usually wins in Lambeau. They've got a pretty high percentage of winning in Lambeau. In this instance, they're losing, though. And they're down by eight. No. And there is 125 seconds left in the game. And who are they playing? They're playing Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. And Tom the Brady? Yeah. So they yeah. went for win, well, right? I mean, let me explain. Let me paint the picture for everybody. A minute 65 seconds left, Scoots, in the game. Green Bay down eight, which is a touchdown and a two-point conversion. And they, on a fourth and eight, from the eight, fourth and goal, kick a field goal. Which makes a needing a touchdown to tie to now you just need a touchdown to win, but a field goal didn't help you then, and it still doesn't help you now. And they never got the ball back. They never got hmm. the ball back. So in Matt LaFleur's little bird brain, he thought, all right, at the eight-yard line, we have a better chance of kicking a 25-yard field goal Stopping Tom frickin' Brady and having to go the length of the field with probably at that point like a minute 30 left if everything went your way. And we need to get a touchdown going the length of the field with no timeouts a minute 30. That goober thought that that was a better philosophy than needing eight yards for a touchdown. Like that is disqualifying right then and there. And I get it. He's been the coach ever since. And Green Bay's won some. This old guy's point was like, well, Jordan Love's a first-year quarterback. You got to give him, you got to, they've lost so many close possession games. I'm sorry that falls back on coaching. It just falls back on coaching. If you're losing that, well, look at those close losses. They had a turnover. Then don't turn the ball over. Then get your players not to turn the ball over. I am so out on Matt LaFleur, Roush, and we are in a tough spot because, like, Green Bay still should make the playoffs. I think we'll beat the brakes off Tampa this week. They still should make the playoffs. I don't know if Green Bay is going to be like, well, we don't want to change coaches with this young quarterback. Let's just let them kind of stick together. And then we're stuck with Matt LaFleur for longer. Or you get rid of them, which I do want, but then you bring somebody else in and you know maybe they don't mesh with, with love. And maybe you got this big like Bears-like drop. I mean, Bears haven't really had good quarterbacks, though. I think love is a good quarterback. But point being, I'm so out on Matt LaFleur. Man, that was entertaining. <laughs> I love the part where you're like, I think you need to watch more Packers games, in my opinion. Oh, you're talking about the back and forth. <laughs> yeah. did, did, am I right that like he was not bringing he, – like he just yeah, kept no. stating his opinion, which exactly. is fine. But I was like, hey, he did this. That was a mistake. Hey, we did that. That was a mistake. And he's just like, you got, you don't know how good you had it with Favre and Rodgers. It's like, that's not <laughs> – boy. Uh, TJ, have or, uh, you don't get to even watch the UNC game live, do you, TJ? I should as long as the Polar Express on Saturday isn't delayed. And if the UK game starts right at 5.30 on the dot, Roush, I'll probably miss a little bit of it. But it'll probably be closer to 5.45 or 6. Um, And if that's the case, I should be okay or at least be able to listen to it. So I should be following along live, maybe miss the very beginning. But I'll have it recorded. I'm pumped for that UK-UNC game, Roush. And maybe it's just because we're, like, deprived of UK sports and athletics. Maybe it's because it's UK and freaking UNC. I think it's that. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I don't know where you jumped ahead to. Is we're it Crab and Grow, Texer? No, we're just where it starts on Wednesday. He skipped two of them. Yeah. Like Kirby saying congrats to the slap oh, blank media that I has did. officially helped turn the tide to complete criticism 
on every little thing that Kel says, instead of watching the game, they just react to out-of-context quotes on X. Absolute insanity. Does the Final Four change that? Or is this just the future into the end of Cal? It's a shame we are going to do this to one of the best coaches in our history on the way out. Well, Kirby, we're not doing it. So remind yourself that. Yeah, like I, that's the part too that I just—if you get tired of it, you don't have to be involved in it. Like it's very easy. Sometimes you I, can't get away from it, but you're alright. Like I, I, yeah, I just don't get in it. And secondly, yes, Kirby, you're right. But what the thing will be is if they go to the Final Four this year and lose. Like, again, any tournament loss, I'm always disappointed in Matt. So if UK goes to the Final Four and loses, I also, right after the loss, will probably not be thrilled, Roush. Yeah. If they lose in the national championship game, I probably won't like— Because we would be, on Monday, we'd be like, gosh, we could be previewing a national championship game you show. Yeah. You know, like, I'm always going to be bummed, but the thing is, like, it, it, unless it's a national championship, Kirby, it's never going to be good enough for some I, folks. I just always prefer to talk about what happened in the game and not go to the big picture right afterwards because you can get yourself in trouble with it. And like we even found ourselves doing that after that South Carolina football game. But it was hard. Like Even then, you're like, there, there's big picture problems here that they have to address in the offseason because it's clearly not working. But even then, they were able to rally and beat Louisville. So, you know, you, 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 you can... You, if you become prisoner of the moment, big picture wise, you can come off as a doofus sometimes. You want to find a nice, delicate balance yeah. in between. But ideally, especially when we're doing basketball right now, Monday after a game, talk about the game. Tuesday, sure, let's talk big picture. That's part of the reason what I was going on with this week, and you disagreed with it on the Facebook page with Josh yesterday. But it's like, not after every UK basketball window, I want to come in here and be like, catch your back, baby. Like, that was fun. The mm -hmm. rocking and rolling. I want to win in the good times. I want to point out, like, hey, these things can be better because this team should be better. And then when things are bad and everybody's losing their mind, I kind of want to point out, like, hey, these things were solid. If we keep doing that, I think things mm -hmm. can be all right. Sometimes you do need to talk about big picture, especially when you're only playing a game once a week. You know, like yeah. in this state of basketball, you just have to have things to talk about on radio. My bad. Uh, I, I hope I don't skip anymore. My bad, Scoots. I thought you were a Steelers fan, not a fair weathered Steelers fan. No, that's me. That's Burn. Me. I'm, I'm the Fairweather Steelers fan. <laughs> Guys, I want I went from a dink couple to a D-I-W-K couple. I just found out last night. First one, super nervous. Talk about a Christmas surprise. Way to go. I think that means dual income with kid. Yeah. If they, dual income, no kid is a dink. I can't say D-I-W-K on radio. I thought, I thought they should have done uh, D-Oak. Well, whatever it is, One congrats kid. to you, Texter. That's fun. That's awesome. I guess that puts you due date like June, July-ish maybe, somewhere in that ballpark. Summer baby. Congrats. You. Yeah, congrats. That's fun. You got a designated driver too now. TJ, have you ever thought about shaving your head and going completely bald like Nicholas Roush? Uh, TJ, might be time to go Stone Cold Steve Austin with the hair, says another Texter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, I have thought about those things. Uh, they have crossed my mind. At some point, I'm probably going to do it. God willing, if I'm lucky, like it could come back like Scoots, and I think I wouldn't look horrible. I don't think I'd look bad with a bald head just to begin with. Just but also, like, think I probably would look better with a full head there, of there, There's an adjustment period. I'm but just going to yeah, go with right What are people going to do? If they make fun of me, I'm going to say words or violence, and I'm going to sue you. <laughs> you should... One of my friends, he's grown his hair down to his shoulders. Somebody sent in the rat tail picture on the text line, and it yeah, cracked me up during the break. We, we need to get, get you back on the rat tail play. I've, I, the, my hair's pretty long right now, all things considered. And the sad thing about yesterday when everybody was roasting me is they didn't even see the worst part of my head. That's probably the most sobering aspect of all of it. Yeah, so I think next year, 
right when it starts getting cold around September, just grow the hair and don't look back. Just keep see what happens. See what happens. Speaking of shoulder length hair, there was a guy at the game last night. I swore when he walked in, it was Dugan. He had the long gray hair, and he was doing the thing where he was rubbing his hand through it like Dugan does when his hair was long. How else is Dugan going to get the greasiest hair in town if he doesn't run his hands through it every two seconds? Oh, man. Painful and inaccurate drive recap by Roush for the Titans game. My man was struggling. Hey, yeah, you know, it was it was a late night. night. Yeah. Early morning. It, you, were, you were going through it, and you are just like, oh, oh crap, no, I messed I that up. Yeah, I, got to, <laughs> I, I knew it as I was saying it, too. And it, Oh, man. And it was also one of those things, too, where I was still on the adrenaline high yesterday. Like, you've got the angry runs from Will Levis, and you've got the uh, all the quotes after the game. So I was still running on that adrenaline, and then Chip committed, and I hit a freaking wall. It was just like, God, you cannot you cannot do the staying up late thing that much anymore. It just, I'm, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. But tonight, TJ, you don't have to stay up that late. 7 o'clock, SEC schedule release. This is going to be the worst show you've ever watched in your life. I just hope you're prepared for it because we've already had an SEC opponents release. We just don't have an exact schedule. They've been leaking stories ever so slowly like, oh, here's when this game's going to be played. They've been teasing it all over the place. Uh, they're actually having the show on ESPN instead of just the SEC network because ESPN is, this is kind of them celebrating taking over the rights for ESPN. So um, that'll be some big fun stuff to talk about. Starting at 7 p.m. tonight, uh, we're going to get next year's Kentucky football schedule, and we're expecting Georgia and South Carolina to be in the first month of the season. South Carolina should be game two, right? Georgia game three? Yes, and then it'll be Ohio and then trip to Ole Miss. Ole Miss in the middle of the fall? Early October, yeah. That's going to be perfect. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Google, can a dad with a two-year-old or three-year-old Ooh, she'll be turned three. I'll take her for her birthday. Huh. Perfect trip. Lucy's been talking about the Grove ever since she's been born. Really? Yeah. She's yeah. like, I've been wanting to go tailgate down there with my dad. And as a three-year-old, it seems like a great time you, to really you, introduce You her. are going to find that um, <laughs> finding babysitter for one, finding one for two is a little bit more of a ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A text around the Thornton side. That is tonight, though. Um, not really as exciting because you know at least the opponents. We'll just figure out when they are. Is there any team you want to get like, I want to get them into winter or I want to get them out of the way early? be nice to go to Austin in November. <laughs> you know, like that would be um, – they'll probably be pretty damn good. It does suck that like this year, I mean, you're just replacing out one playoff team with another, right? You had Georgia and Alabama – it's like, oh, we don't get Alabama anymore, but you're getting Texas, the other playoff team. No, it's worse than that because you say goodbye to Mississippi State and you say hello to Ole Miss, who's going to be a playoff contender they're, they're, next year. Yeah, they got a I'm lot not sure of guys coming back. they get in back, the 12 team playoff, but, but I guarantee you they're in like, contention. Yeah, yeah, they're in they're the good. hunt on it. They're going to um, be good next year. You replace Missouri with Auburn, which I think that's actually maybe a win. Although, what's is Missouri going to lose everybody? Yeah. Okay. Well, so. except well, they're not, actually no. I think Brady Cook and Luther Burton will be back. Then, then see ya. Yeah. And I know Auburn maybe actually get things going in year two with well, threes. But well, I guess in, in this scenario, we're replacing Missouri with Ole Miss. I we can want, do that. And then Mississippi State for Auburn. Give me Auburn late in the year. I want teams that maybe if – and give me Florida late in the year. I want teams that maybe if things go south for them, they fired their coaches. South Carolina, yeah, up. yeah. But South Carolina's going to be second game, so well, we know that one. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. 
And well, you know, we'll, well, we'll also Shane much easier to beat earlier in the year than later in the year. And He's lost be, one game in November. In it's going to be at the Krog. You're going to have to take care of business there at home yeah, against you South have to Carolina. Uh, but I, Auburn, that's what I'm going to be looking for. Give me Auburn and uh, who's the other one that I said? Florida late in the year. Give me those late in the year. I want their coaches. Well, Auburn's coach won't be fired, but I hope they have nothing to play for. I hope everybody's sad, miserable, quitting, all that. Well, good stuff. you never know with Auburn. There might be a scandal. It's <laughs> a good point. Boosters might want them out. You never Auburn, say never. it's exactly. Um, people forget two bye weeks too uh, next year because the calendar's a little wonky. Love a good two bye week. Harrison Ingram is a tough matchup for us if Edwards isn't playing well. Need him to bring the energy at the very least. Harrison Ingram is a man. And I briefly was all right if UK wanted to sniff around in that recruitment. I really like Harrison Ingram. Uh, he's in a like similar Terrence Shannon type of like category for me. But I hope Harrison Ingram's ready for the Duke the Arrow show. A dude's a man too. Like a dude's gonna be ready to go to war if, if Justin Edwards isn't. And Can hopefully I, it clicks for Edwards, but man, I'm ready for a dude to battle with Harrison Ingram. That's gonna be fun. I don't want to go back to yesterday's conversation, but uh I love that now, like Aduthiero and Trey Mitchell have been threes most of their careers, and it's like we've got two, we got a bunch of bigs in. Dude was a two, dude. Yeah, like he was a two, and now it's like, well, he's fine at four. You know, he's a good, you know, he's a good <laughs> at the crazy. four. Uh, it's not crazy to think that maybe he's gonna be like, you can play some small ball five with a do. Which if he keeps being as physical as he <gasps> is, can we? Hey, can we, tomorrow? Can we like prank call TJ Bosner on the air? We gotta sabotage him. It's you. It's TJ Bowser hate week, right? He's he's turned to the dark side on us. The it, thing is, like, what I, are the chances that we get a fifteen hundred words from Kyle Tucker? How's Bisner's language? <laughs> I love it that Kyle's like the internet's just so mean of a place, and then Torres has an opinion he disagrees with. You idiot! <laughs> Can't believe dumb people are allowed on the internet. Uh, Bowser, I don't think would curse, but yeah, we no Bowser wouldn't. But I just want like I don't you know they didn't throw like a huge party at UK when he left. You know, like would he be would he be down? Like he likes no, us. no. But I, I've I've heard that they left on good terms. Okay, yeah, all right. Like he he him and Cal are still good. But I, I knew but also good. Cal wants to beat his brains in this week. I hope like they, that's how it works. I hope they do. I hope so, Cal like talks crap to him, points to him. No, in the nobody tell him. But tomorrow we 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 got a prank call, TJ Bowser. It'd be funny. Ask him if his refrigerator's running. <laughs> No, we'd have to do something in regards to UK, though. So let's, let's, that's our homework assignment. All right, we'll figure it out. If you got any suggestions, Thorne's text on 502 414 Hey, I never really liked you two. Please lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> Be a great radio bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a total bit. Hearing TJ talk about the Packers' as nails on the chalkboard, lost one of the most talented QBs of all time, and replaced him with a first-time starter with bad weapons. Nobody questioned coaching when he went 13-3 and LMAO. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, that's what he just brought up. Yeah. And also this idea that like Green Bay's over-under was like nine wins. I think I predicted that they were going to be in the playoff hunt like right at the end. I think I said like eight and nine or somewhere in that. Mm -hmm. um, like The expectation was not that they would not be competitive this year. That's just wild. It's just that they've actually been good enough to yeah. be a playoff team. The college basketball reference map, a lot of folks are not beating the obsessed allegations. That made the rounds yesterday. That was fun. It was fun. It was cool. I do think like UK is the most polarizing, popular basketball team in the country. I think that well, that stat, though, know, was you, more of just, like, NBA fans probably looking up. Exactly. That's yeah, all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> it's NBA fans looking up to see how many points they scored at college. Yes. That's okay. That's all <laughs> yeah, right. We have yeah. a ton of NBA guys. Yeah. That's a good thing, too. But, but also, yeah. like, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll run with it. <laughs> Five the Giants helmet, the NYG helmet logo is one of the worst in the NFL, and the block Giants is one of the best. Needs to be a full time Dude, thing. It, yeah, their their old uniforms are so much better than their new ones. They have the 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 Giants on the helmets; those are the best uniforms in the NFL. Especially I'm with the sucker, sleeves, I'm a the triple for sleeves, silver pants though. 
big silver pants guy. Oh, like when the Eagles although, wear the silver pants? Although, oh, my gosh. Those yeah. are amazing jerseys. Actually, those may be the best jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sometimes the Giants wear white, and that's really dumb. So TJ's saying if we don't win a national title, this season was a bust. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I will be disappointed if Green, or if Green After back. every single Kentucky NCAA tournament loss, you're going to be mad. I'm so sick of the Giants wearing those white pants. Yeah, if they don't win. Listen, I think this team should win a is good enough to win a championship. I think it's a team that should go to a Final Four. I'm not going to say, like, fire Cal if they don't do those things necessarily. You can't – nothing's always black and white. There's gray area involved in it. I'm just saying I will be disappointed when this team's tournament run comes to an end if that happens. Lavelle Wright, get ready to learn Sunbelt, buddy. I totally forget that he's – every time I do the calculations, I forget that he's on the team. Sorry, Lavelle. Somebody sent in stats about the nearest defender distance on three-point attempts among high major teams, which just means UK is getting separation on their three-point attempts. Which means you got to have DJ Wagner. You got Kentucky's have- uh, fourth, eight point four feet. Duke's number one at eight point yep. nine feet. I know you've done it already, but what's the rundown on trip? We did that. It's almost like Jordan Love doesn't turn over. You guys win. He didn't turn over once during the stretch in which they beat the Lions and the Chiefs. So blame it on the guy with the headset. Gladly. Roush, any concern about the? Chip numbers from the SEC stat cap, below SEC average and explosive rate uh, and broken tackle rate. Big, big fan of uh, Clark, but also um, you can spin numbers a different way. He was very – he was calling Ray Davis. I forgot. He thought Ray Davis was going to sting. So, you know, numbers yeah. don't tell the complete story. I forgot what he called him. He called him like a volume guy or I don't know what it was. It was silly, whatever it was. All right, we're out of time. Uh, BZ, we'll get to your text tomorrow. Although, BZ, it says he hasn't texted in since March. That's absolutely What the hell, BZ? Yeah. Uh, also, BZ – was like on the ground in the middle of the road yesterday. He's okay, though, so that's good. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler.